Parshas Toles begins with the marriage of Yitzchak and Rivka. And they're married for 20 years and they don't have any children. And this is a common theme among the Avais. They were all struggling with infertility. And the Gemara asks, What is the reason that our Avais were infertile? Why were they incapable of having children? After all, our Avais and Amais were righteous people. Why did they have to struggle through the pain and aggravation of being childless? And the Gemara gives a very cryptic answer. Because Hashem desires and yearns for the prayers of the righteous. So at first glance, this answer seems very harsh and perplexing. It's actually counterintuitive. Just because they are righteous, is that reason to make them suffer? On the contrary, Hashem should answer them without any prayers. Furthermore, the idea of Mis'ava, that Hashem desires Tfilis of Tzaddikim, is bizarre. Can it be that a Kodesh Baruch Hu, the omnipotent being, needs our prayers? And if yes, is that a valid reason to make righteous people suffer? And the answer is a fundamental principle how we understand the concept of Tfilah. The Mepharshim explained that sometimes the Rabbi Nishloim will withhold his kindness and his blessings from a person not because he wants to punish him, but rather because he craves and yearns to have a relationship with that person. The word tefillah means attaching and connecting. When Naftali was born, Rachel Emenu said, Naftile elekim Naftalti. I have become attached to my sister. Prayer is the mechanism to where a person can develop a closeness and a connection to Hashem. That is why the Hebrew word for prayer is not levakesh, the request, but tefillah, to connect. As an example, when you send your son to a yeshiva in Yisrael, you should never give him an unlimited credit card, because you'll never hear from him again. Rather, give him a debit card with a very limited balance on it, not because you want to withhold money from him, and not because you don't love him, but on the contrary, because you value that connection and relationship with him. Therefore, when the account needs replenishing, at least then, you are assured that he will call out to you. In examining the Pasik describing Yitzchak's tefillah, we find a very strange expression. The Torah says, V'ye'etar Yitzchak. The more common word used for tefillah is, V'yispalel or shava or tzaka. Why the uncommon V'ye'etar? So Shinshun Pinkus in the Seifish Arm B'tefillah explains that the expression of itar is when one pleads and beseeches Hashem in prayer. He's relentless, he's persistent. And he keeps on praying over and over again. That is what Yitzchak was doing. And the question is, why do we continue to badger Hashem for our needs? But we wouldn't appreciate it if it was done to us. No one likes to be pestered and bothered. And besides, Hashem already knows what's best for us. And if He said no, then obviously that is what's most beneficial for us. So why do we continue to harass Him? So Rav Pincus says something fascinating. When it comes to the human realm, it's all about the end result. So if you ask your friend for something and the answer is no, there's no point in asking again. You're just being annoying. However, when it comes to asking from Hashem, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. When Hashem initially told you no, doesn't mean He doesn't want to give it to you. It doesn't even mean that He doesn't want you to ask again. On the contrary, He wants you to continue to pray so that you strengthen your connection and relationship with Him. And now we understand the strange expression of Itar. When Rivka finally conceived, the Pasik says, Hashem. Hashem allowed himself to be entreated by Yitzchak by inviting Yitzchak to badger and implore him with Fila. 
That persistency, that tenacity, is what ultimately led Hashem to answer His tefillahs in the affirmative. The third Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek, who lived in the 19th century, told over this incredible story about the simple Jew who lived in a small village outside Yerushalayim. He would travel in every day to Yerushalayim to supply the people with food and water. This Jew was an ignoramus. He didn't know any Torah. He didn't even know the translations of the words in the Siddur. But he knew Hebrew, so he knew how to daven. He didn't have a minyan where he lived, so he used to go to a certain Rav in Yerushalayim who would tell him which Yom Amtoivim were coming up and what he needed to daven and when. One time he came to the Rav and he told him he wouldn't be back for a few weeks because the rainy season was coming up, so he asked the Rav to give him instructions for the next few weeks what to daven. He came back three weeks later and he saw the streets were empty, the stores were closed, and he was worried maybe it was a yontif, and he made a mistake with his calendar. Then he saw Yid wearing tefillin and was relieved to see there wasn't a yontif. And he asked that person, why is everything closed today? And he tells him, today is a yom tanis, it's a fast day. And the villager felt terrible. He already ate breakfast that day. He goes over to the Rav's house. Rabbi, why didn't you tell me that today was a fast day? And the Rav says, it wasn't a planned fast day, but we haven't had rain in such a long time. So we decided to declare a fast to arouse Rachmi Shemaim. The villager was taken aback. Rabbi, when there's no rain, you have to fast? The Rav looks at him and he says, Let me ask you a question. What do you do when you don't have rain for your crops? And he says, Rabbi, when there's no rain, I go out into my field and I cry and I say, Rabbi I need rain. Please send it down. And right after that, it gets cloudy and rain begins to fall on all my fields. And the Rav tells him, if that's the case, please pray for us here in Yishalayim as well. So the villager went outside, he looked up to the heavens and he started to cry. And he said, Tata and Himmel, your people need rain. They're so thirsty. Please send it right away. And immediately it became cloudy and started to rain. A simple prayer from a simple Jew. Everybody can pray to Hashem. We don't need to be a special tzaddik. All we have to do is be sincere and persistent. If initially your tefillah is not answered, be relentless. Keep on praying. Yitzchak and Rivka didn't have children for 20 years, but they never gave up hope. They taught us that tefillah can bring about the impossible. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.